Today's show is sponsored by Supreme Whiskey Stones, an LEO business specializing in the best whiskey accessories to protect and serve your favorite pours. From whiskey stones to customer laser etched glassware, they take pride in what they do and love making their customers happy. Check them out on Instagram at Supreme Whiskey Stones, at SupremeWhiskeyStones.com, or through the various military and first responder organizations they sponsor. Cheers. When we used to do the pre and post game, Oh yeah! In the fishbowl, right outside of Rupp Arena, we were doing the fishbowl. Po- it was the name of the studio. Like we, they called it a fishbowl because it looked like everybody could see into it, like okay. a fishbowl. So it was on the street level, and you, there was a window that you could look in. And it was really funny because the this guy and a girl walked by, and you could see them kind of stop right. As they got past us, and they were like, should we do it? Should we do it? And then the girl ran back and lifted her shirt up and then just ran away. Did you get her name? We were in the middle of a broadcast. You could have, like, flipped a business card out there or something. You got you to gotta work these angles, John. The opportunities you miss are the ones you don't take. My name is John Edwards. With me as always is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad Shrinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, Zeke. Aloha. They're so excited. It's been a minute. It has been like a year. Well, it's been a minute since we had night pours, had some good whiskey, you know. I know. it's It's been a good night. It's been a good night hanging out with you. February's going to be a good month. we got good things coming. We've got some good pours lined up. March is going to be a great month, too. Lord willing, and the, the creek don't rise. We'll get a couple of, uh, you know, blinds in. Those take a little longer, and we've honestly got a few backed up from some good folks that have sent them to us, but we're just trying to get what we can when we can right now. Yeah, I mean, I think we have one from our friend Eric. We have one from our friend Bryant. We have one from our friend Blake. Don't worry, we're going to get to them. We haven't forgot about you. We're very, very thankful for everything you guys do. And and anytime someone sends us a blind, we are still catching up. Tonight, we're still catching up on something that was given to us while you were out taking care of Layla when she was just born. So this is something that I have had sitting unopened since September. I waited for you. My apologies. It's not nothing to apologize for. I'm just saying, when you send stuff to Zeke, I might never hear about it. But when it comes to me, I sit there. I don't open it. I wait for you because we are a team. Oh, no, you always hear about it. You might not just taste it. Oh, I don't always hear about it. There are some that I have never heard of. And someone's like, oh, did Zeke share that with you? No, never heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about, John. Oh, there's been some. People lie. I'm like Varys. I have... People lie. I have little birdies that whisper to me. I mean, if anything, I'd refill it and give it to you with some bunk something (laughs) so you thought it wasn't bad then feel bad about missing out on it. But no, we have a lot of great stuff coming up. I think we're going to try to do some things with some restaurants here in Nashville. That'll be fun. There could be some other big news that we will be sharing hopefully sooner rather than later. 
that's something that hopefully we can look forward to. There's an event in February that we're looking forward to going to with some of our friends and then uh, hopefully getting some people together that weekend. So we're looking forward to that. The, There's uh, a the, lot the one month going on. delayed birthday bash for part two. We, we do our birthday anniversary, like our anniversary of the podcast is in November and Zeke's birthday is in January, but we wait till February every year to celebrate. Well, that year was January, wasn't it? No, it was February. Oh. We always wait until February to end up doing a bash. Either way, it should be a ton of great people in town. Uh, it'll coincide with Lauren Simpson's Four Roses special ops charity event on Friday. House tasting or uh, bottle share here on Saturday. Should just be an amazing time. I'm going to hope John takes lots of pictures, maybe does some other things, and I'm going to enjoy some great pours. Yeah, Zeke's going to do what he normally does and just sit around drink, and I'm going to do all the other work. (laughs) (laughs) Win-win. Tonight, though, we are having, like I said, this is something that I've been sitting on since September. I want to thank our friend Andy from Old Dominic for getting me this bottle, and this is Old Dominic down in Memphis. They are a distillery that has been revitalized. It's a brand that was around pre-prohibition. Domenico Canali was in Memphis. He had a wholesale food business. He later became the largest distributor of produce in the South and a primary beer distributor for the Mid-South. But he also had an old Dominic toddy and an old Dominic whiskey. That was around, you know, Prohibition killed it. And now uh, their descendants brought it back. They went and got Alex Castle to be the distiller. They brought her over from Wild Turkey. Lots of good stuff happening in Memphis with, with old Dominic. And they have their own distillate that is currently aging. And they'll be putting that out eventually. This right now is an MGP. It is their hauling station. That's where they used to actually have the rail cars come in and fill them up with all the produce and the whiskey and the beer. But it is kind of bringing back that whole brand that Dominic had around in the 1800s. This is a 44% rye. 4% malted barley, 52% corn, comes out of Lawrenceburg, Indiana, as I said, MGP. It's 100 proof, 50% ABV. It is non-age stated, does not say straight on it. We have to assume that it's not four years. I think I heard somewhere it was about three to four years, but it's non-age stated on the bottle. No, I think that's about what I heard. And um, coincidentally, I, I did actually taste this probably right around the time that you would have gotten a bottle of one of my excursions to Elixir that I happened to make. I, I thought it was a fair pour, and we'll, let's dive into it. All right, let's go ahead. You want to go first? No, you, you can lead the way. You always make me go first. No, we switch off pretty regularly. We can go first. Notes for me on this. The nose was floral, had some dark cherry in there as well. The taste, and admittedly, I will say I am a little stuffed up, so I'm more nasal than usual. Oh, Jesus. But it was very hard for me to get a nose that I I had to go back to it a little bit, step away, come back. The taste, it was a cinnamon cherry bomb. I got some hints of oak in there, but lots of dark characteristics to it. Dark cherry, dark oak. The cinnamon had a, a nice little spice kick to it. The finish was, it was nothing that was going to make your toes curl, but there was nothing bad either. 
There's nothing that I can say that is bad about this pour. Comes in at $40. I think it's a very solid pour for $40. You're not going to be unhappy getting this. And I don't want to bury the lead and I don't want to skip ahead. It's a very satisfying drinker. Fair enough. So for me on this one, nose-wise, I thought it reminded me of Cherry Moonshine and not legit moonshine, but the stuff that's in stores now. In the fact of simply, I picked up, you know, the uh, initial fruit flavor um, of the cherry. Then it became, you know, somewhat astringent behind that. After that, I think the, you know, it's just extreme high rye content. 44% rye, like, (laughs) wow. Go ahead and say that I would assume this is a contract distill for MGP and not a mash they are doing on their own. At least I haven't seen anybody else with that ratio. And that being said, um, there there was you know definitely the rye came in toward the back. It really seemed to me more like rumple mints than red hot, if that makes sense. Whereas um, I think a red hot kind of candy or whatever, it's much more sin singe burn. It's literally from the the cinnamon aesthetics versus rumple mints, which all these kids that drink Goldschlager these days, rumple mints was the the OG there, I think. Um, I put away quite a few bottles and used to keep it in the freezer. It is what it is. So I think Rumpelmint's was something that we grabbed in high school when we couldn't get anything else. Yeah, you know I mean? It was a high proof and it was, you know, like I say, the OG cinnamon whiskey almost. I think it's technically a schnapps, but I don't know what the difference. Who knows? At any rate, the fact that there was the, the cherry cinnamonness there and then also you could tell this thing, you know, had some proof or, or lack of aging that, that gave it an astringent component. That's really uh, kind of how I went to in my mind, along with some other random flashbacks that no one should have. Palette-wise, uh, it seemed warm, fruity, thin. It, it had a good sweetness to it that I attributed to um, somewhat of the cherry I got from the nose. You know, it's a less than four-year product. You can't really expect it to be too multidimensional. And obviously, there was some astringency there as well. What I did think was um, you know pretty neat was that you, know, you can tell this is the MGP rye grains. Folks ham up over now and they see a 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever year. You know, local Bell Mead. You've got the Bloms. You've got Traverse City. You've got Valentine with Mayor Pimgree. Like These are the high rye mashes that everyone hammed up or hams up over so hard. Well, that was like a 35% rye or 32% rye. 36, I think, but... Um, either way, I mean, this isn't forty-four percent rye. That that's heavy, and I don't get any greenness to it for a, a assumable two to three year product. It's not green, you know. It's just not there. None of those young, unappealing rye characteristics jump out at you. So I find that pretty impressive. I did go and try this uh, with a splash of water. I think we mentioned a while back. You know, we're trying to be a little more diverse here. If anything, we've we've seen that we all drink and enjoy our whiskeys differently, and and we want to at least uh, be open minded and you know see what we may not know about a uh, a little bit of water or a mixer or other things here and there with these products. Uh, after the splash, the nose really changed. All we got was a, a cinnamon and clove out of it. Palette wise, it seemed much creamier, which water doesn't hold weight so to speak so I, I didn't understand that but it did seem much creamier had a light cinnamon to it 
for a minute, I was disappointed and thought that fruitiness was gone. But on the very tail end, it kind of came back around and seemed to be a little more uh, caramel-type flavor in there. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure when I had this the first time, months ago, laughably, uh, when the rep had left it down at Elixir and Tark and I had it, we tasted through a few things that day. And there was some other MGP I had, and I honestly don't know what it was. And we laughed because he thought that was the better young MGP. And I said, no, it, it, 40 bucks, like, especially if this is a taster. And, you know, somebody walks into the store and they're you know, simply going to taste through a few things on the open bar and say, hey, what's new? What have I not had? At 40 bucks, it's not the cheapest whiskey on the shelf, but I could see that easily selling, you know, quite a few units. You know, for one of those in-store tasting type things. I agree. And it's not what you would expect. You know, when you see it on paper and you go, like, the funny thing is, is it's spicy, but it's not too spicy. When I hear 44% rye, I think my mouth is going to be on fire. And it's really just, Alex did a great job making sure that it was subtle, but not too in-your-face explosion. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, it's 100 proof, there's some water to it. But like you said, I mean, it doesn't explode. And, and I was more impressed that there was just none of that green, mint, pine, whatever you may pick up from a young rye and however you perceive it. Neither of us got it from this. I enjoyed it. You know, for, for knowing what the price is, for knowing all that other stuff, it, it's one that I definitely will make sure is on, on the bar. Because I think it's, you got to have some variety there. You can't just be pounding high proofers all the time. This is one of those ones that, you know, it's 100 proof. It's not going to break the bank. It's an enjoyable pour. I definitely will will go to it again. Well, and, you know, also, too, is you see more and more, uh, you know, pictures inside the group and other things of how people enjoy their, their whiskey. We see a lot of eyes, we see a lot of cocktails and, and various things. And that's honestly where I think this would be pretty well applicable. A cherry cordial, I can't imagine this wouldn't be good with. Some type of lemon tartish mixer that offsets and really hits that cherry note well. You got to think of Manhattan. And then the, the rye boldness that, you know, it's not overwhelming, but especially in a cocktail where that's cut down some with other ingredients. I think that would fit. Well, in any of the winter drinks that you would stick a cinnamon stick in, I feel like this would go really well in as well. I, I would wonder, you know, if there are distilling in-house as well, is it the same mash and are they able to get rye grains that deliver what these do? Because to me, this is a special grain to be 44% and not just blow your socks off at a three-year whiskey. I agree. I would love, love to know more about their own distillate because I have to feel like if you have a distiller that's already on staff, they have to have a hand in what MGP is doing. So plus when, when they have wild turkey experience, things like that, you have to feel like Alex is doing a little bit more than what other people might be doing that, that are contracting with MGP. Well, and the fact that this is, a, at least for us, assumably a, a contracted mash run. I don't think MGP has this in their repertoire of various you know mashes. No, and I have to think that she is heavily involved in this. I want to know what's going on with their own distillate. 
I'm very, very, very curious as to what's going on. So for me, I, I don't want to reiterate it. It's a buy just because I think I would go to it again. I like the, the spiciness of it that it's that cinnamon spicy. It's not a, uh, it's not an uncomfortable spicy. It's more of a cinnamon spicy for me. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And honestly, I wonder how much this juice they have and how much they plan to age it. Just because uh, I would like to see where this goes with you know another two or three years in some oak. Official ranking, and just because I'll stay true to my original response when I did have this at Elixir a few months ago, I didn't buy it simply because I had a cart full of things and I didn't need an extra $40 uh, on my tab that day. And I'm probably still right there. 50-50 is to buy or bar it. From what I can tell, they have a pretty good you know, rep and sales program, and they're putting tasters in the stores. So if you see this you know, out there at a store that has tasters, give it a whirl. I think for a fair amount of people, it's going to hit them in the right spots, especially depending on what they drink and how they drink it. I don't know. Sorry to toe the line, but... I'm, I'm Give me still, an answer. I'm still pass, just simply because I pass in the store. Uh, I'll stay authentic to that. But Do you want the truth? I don't think it's a bad pour by any means. With with a second kid, forty bucks is weighing a little heavier on me than it used to. I was very pleasantly surprised though with this one. No, same here. Like I say that there were two other MGPs out that day that were young that reps had left, and I said hands down, this is the best one that's there. Uh, I wish I could remember their names, but it was three months or four months ago, and brain ain't as good as it used to be. I hear you. Much like John's beard. Well, we would love to get, I know we've talked to Andy, we hope to have Andy in, we hope to have Alex in, talk more about what is going on down at Old Dominic. Maybe we can get down to Memphis, it's not that far of a drive, so... Yeah, that's a big if with Zeke's two kids, but maybe I'll get down to Memphis and go sit down with them. But hopefully we could do something with the good folks at Old Dominic. Andy, thank you for giving us this bottle. Please go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Go ahead and follow us on your favorite podcast app, which you already are. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us why you like us. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Hey, I'm just you know, a little happy and intrigued to see a little diversity in the juice in Memphis these days. Agreed. Cheers. Ciao.